Hi, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones, and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. As always, it is my hope and prayer that you find this episode inspirational and informative. Well, I've been single for a long time, guys, like a long, 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 long time. (laughs) I've had my share of relationships and I've dated a lot, as we all know. Some have worked, some didn't work. Nothing has ever led me to the altar. I remember one time in my early 20s, um, (laughs) 20 years ago, (laughs) that I created a list of things I was looking for in the mate in hopes that it would lead me to a mate. Am I the only one that's ever done that? (laughs) I know I'm not the only one that's ever done that. So today's episode is going to talk about the list. So let's get started. So where did this list or the the idea of creating a list to find a mate come from? I don't even remember where it came from. If it came from Oprah Winfrey, if it came from Iyanla Van Zandt. Because, you know, at one point in time, Iyanla was always on Oprah Winfrey, right? Um, If it came from a Cosmopolitan article, the New York Times I don't know where the idea of making a list come from, but I do remember everybody was making a list. All of my friends was making a list and it seemed like some people were successful. So that was like the testimony. Once you make this list, once you make a clear definition of what you're looking for in the mate, it's going to manifest itself just like that. (laughs) Because the idea was, Now you know what you're looking for, so you'll be able to eliminate all of the things that you're not wanting in a relationship or not wanting in a mate, right? That was the whole idea of writing this list. But I think a lot of us, including myself, kind of got lost in the sauce. Instead of using the list as a guide to help you date the right type of people, Speaking for myself, what the list did for me or to me was I used the list as a checklist. Like I really took the list literally. So I wrote this detailed list of everything that I was wanting for an inmate, like having a good job, being ambitious, being family oriented, coming from a large family, have a sense of humor, compassionate understanding and open-minded because of my situation, God-fearing, and so on and so forth, right? All of these things was on this very detailed list, right? Now, it was more than what I just mentioned. I think it was like three pages long, and I'm not even kidding, um, because that's what we were told to do. Write the vision and make it plain. That's biblical. So in a sense, I felt like I was writing this list as unto God. God, these are the things that I want for an inmate. And I'm writing it down clearly so you can know exactly what I'm looking for in a mate. And then that way it will manifest and then I will be able to know for sure that this person is for me because he checks every box on my crazy list. (laughs) But what did that list actually do for me? It did absolutely nothing because I was crazy to think that somebody could match and check every box 
of this extremely crazy list that I was making everyone live up to. Like, it was crazy. Now, for me, that was the problem. Like, if, if the person didn't live up to or check every box that was on my list, I would say, oh, that's not him because I had this list made. God already knew. I prayed over this list. God is going to send me a man who checks all of these boxes. That's me and my crazy thinking. I'm thinking a man is going to live up to all three of these pages, every box on all three of these pages. And that's how I'm going to know this is the man for me. That That's how I was thinking. Just crazy, right? But that's what that's what I thought. And it stagnated me from meeting really good men because I counseled men all the time. And I think that's what a lot of people are doing. They're looking at their list. And if a person doesn't match what they want to the T, then say, oh, no, we're not going to work out because that's not what I'm looking for. Instead of taking the person for who they are and seeing if the what doesn't match is worth looking into further, seeing this is something that, you know, I can live without, even though it's on my list. I can live without it because it's really not that serious. It's really not that important. Now, do I think that you should just throw your whole list away or just burn the list all together? No, because there's going to be some things on that list that are important, right? There's not going to be, you know, like, I'm not talking about like, you know, oh, he has to have a goatee or he has to have a mustache, not just physical attractions, but there's going to be some core characteristic things that you're going to want in your mate that you can't trade out just all willy-nilly, right? You, you're going to want those things because those are the things that, you know, as far as compassion or, or someone who wants kids, if you want to have kids, those are things that you can't really overlook. But then things like I said, um, having a BMW or, you know, um, having no kids at all, those are some things that you can kind of say, okay, well, he has a child, you know, he takes care of his child and I admire that. So I'm okay with him having a child as long as, you know, I'm a priority as well. But when we create these lists and in our minds say they have to check every box like I did, they have to check every box on these three pages um, that we're expecting a person to be perfect and nobody is perfect right? We know that nobody is perfect. Nobody can live up to each item on your list. It's impossible. It's impossible. Now, what if you say, Yahira, the man I meet or the woman I meet, they have to. My list is not as detailed as yours, but it's, it's a list that I have to have everything that's on this list. Okay. I'll say to you, okay, that's great. I'm glad that you feel that way. But looking at how we're imperfect, and I'm not saying this as a cop-out, but do you think that a potential mate has created a list, right? And you meet all of these lists, and then they find out that you have herpes. Herpes, I'm pretty sure, is not on their list for what they want in their partner. So that person has to weigh the options of saying, you know, I really like this person. You know, we have a lot in common. We have a lot of similar goals, but she, he or she has herpes, so I don't want to deal with her. We don't want a person to look at us that way. So why would we want someone to 
why would we want to do someone else that way as well? And I'm not saying that you accept everything that the person has to offer, but give that person a chance to see whether or not if the, the items on that list is more important than the person that you have in front of you and, and weigh those pros and cons. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> At the end of the day, it really is all about finding happiness and accepting people for who they are and them accepting us for who we are list or flaws and all right (laughs) so I I just want to bring this up I'm not going to keep you guys long um I'm not going to keep you guys long but I did find this really um good article and it it actually talks about creating this list but I think it, it gives us a better way instead of just writing down a whole bunch of things that we want in a mate it helps us to identify our mind frame and figuring out what type of mate would be good for us it helps us to look at the bigger picture and just set up a list of characteristics um that is you know that we want in a person my whole thing is don't automatically write somebody off just because they don't come in the packaging or they might be a little bit off of what you're actually wanting. In my situation, this guy that I'm dating now, um, we mesh very well. But if I had looked at his current situation, and, and really, his current situation, his living situation, mm, yeah, I'm in my 40s. But I had to, <laughs> I had to think about Yahira in her 30s, right? There were some things that happened when I found out that I had RA. I moved back in with my my mom, um, and I lived with my mom for quite a while. Um, So things happen, and although his living situation is not best, I'm looking outside of that, and I'm saying, you know, this guy is, is a very good person as far as the person who he is and his his circumstances and his situation right now is not ideal but the person is a great person so I want to continue to get to know him hopefully he'll be able to figure out (laughs) his living situation and hopefully soon but I want to talk about this article I found this article that's called how to find love six steps to create your soulmate list And I found this on meetmindful.com. And it basically um, gives you six steps to creating a list um, to find your soulmate. Number one, it says to make this kind of like this process a ritual. Take your time and make it special. Buy some beautiful paper. And I remember I did that too when I made my list. I did that too when I made my list. It said, buy some beautiful paper, get a fancy pen, light a candle, put on your favorite music um, to set you in the mood. Now, you ain't got to do all that. Just just take some quiet time is my advice. Um, Time to where you can just reflect and really think inwardly. Don't have a lot of noise around you. Don't be at the office and writing it down in a hurry. Just take some private time for yourself. Sit down and really think about what it is you're looking for in a mate and what you want in your relationship. So step two, it says to start with your past. Think about your past relationships. Brainstorm the qualities you that you were attracted to from your previous partner. What did you love about the person? What com- commonalities do you notice among the people you've dated? 
what attracted you physically, mentally, and emotionally. Now, it says not to focus on the negative because that's where a lot of us <laughs> will automatically go there in the past. Our, they're our past because they're in the past, right? They're our, our, our exes and we want to leave them in the past. We don't want to go through the same things again. But it says, try not to focus on the negative. Even though the relationship ended, there are reasons why you were together in the first place. Learn from those reasons as you move forward, which I think is great advice. So number three, it says to visualize your future. What's the lifestyle you want to manifest? Picture it and note the feelings that raise. Be specific. So this is what I like about this list. It's not really focusing on um, the, the partner per se. It's what you want to experience in your relationship. So it says, do you want to have children? How many? How will you spend time on your weekends, outdoors, art galleries, working around the house? What are your deal breakers? Dream up your ideal partner without any limits. And I think that's key. Um, Number four, it says, picture your soulmate. Imagine waking up next to your ideal partner. How does this person look and act? What What else do you notice? And then it says, how do you want to feel while you're spending time with your soulmate? I think that's very important. What kind of feelings do you want to have? I thought about this with Chicago. Um, Chicago, I liked him. And I think I really liked him. I think I expressed this in my last um, podcast episode. I liked him because he really did check all those boxes. But when I thought about how we spent time together, he was such a, a, a stern person, a very... Um, I'm, I'm jovial. I like to joke. I like to have fun. I like to do adventurous things. And with him, because he was so restricted and um, conservative, I couldn't see us doing that together. And that was a deal breaker for me. So how do you want to feel while spending time with your soulmate? How will you two handle conflict? Right? Because you know it's it's bound to happen. It's not going to be butterflies and roses all the time. So how would you like for your partner to handle and yourself to handle conflict? How would this person support you through the inevitable changes life brings? What are these person's values, right? These are important things. This is more than just, oh, he has a great bank account. Oh, he's funny. Like it's getting to, this is the type of detail. I think that a lot of us, including myself, I'm going to say me, um, was missing in the list, right? Then it says, step number five says, choose the most, choose the most important. Now you have a mental picture of your soulmate and a big list of his or her specific qualities, values, and interests. It's time to condense your life. I'm sorry. It's time to condense your list to 10 or so. Okay. Wait a minute. (laughs) Take a break. Let me reread it. It says, choose the most important. Now you have a mental picture of your soulmate and a big list of his or her specific qualities, values, and interests. It's time to condense the list to 10 or so that you feel most strongly about. When you finish, you have your own very, you have your own special soulmate list. Okay. So, so like how I had three pages they want you and me to get this to, th- to 10. 
because 30 was too much to feel, right? Or, or three pages was too much for one person to feel. Nobody can check every boxes on three pages, right? So it wants you to condense it to the most important things up to 10 most important things. And I think that's, that's very good. All right. So the last step, it says, bring it to life. Make your list a living document. Keep it in a special folder on your desk or on a page in your journal. Review it periodically and change it as you learn more about yourself. I think that's important because my list stayed the same until I no longer knew where it was. I don't know where that list is now. I think I may have thrown it away when I moved back here, when I moved um, three years ago. But I don't know where that list is. But as life goes on, you change. So your needs are going to change, right? So you're going to have to revise that list, right? So yeah, so that's, that's all I have for you guys. I think that when I came across this article, I felt like this would be a really good non-herpes <laughs> um, episode. And um, hopefully it will help. I'm going to definitely take the steps, even though I'm dating someone right now. I feel like... Um, this is important for me and him to share. Like, how do we handle conflict? Um, you know, I already know how we spend our weekends together because we've been doing that. But um, what are deal breakers in our relationship since we're still getting to know each other? Right now for me, and I mean, this just happened today and I was a little bit sad, um, but I'm snapping out of it. But our situation is a long distance situation. It's not like we're in a different state. We're in the same state, but he's still three and a half hours away. And he expressed to me because he spent his birthday weekend, which was this weekend with me. And he expressed to me, um, that, that drive, that three and a half hour drive is starting to get to him. And so, um, we're trying to figure out what's going to be the compromise. And we had a conversation and it, and it wasn't, we didn't have a resolution yet. And so it made me feel a little sad, but he reassured me that we'll figure something out, you know, may not be every weekend cause it's been every weekend. <laughs> and I understand how that could be a lot. So it'll probably be every two, every two weeks. Um, and that did make me sad. <laughs> it did make me sad. So, um, yeah, I'm getting attached. And so now changing to every two weeks made me sad because I was like, well, it's going to be every two weeks and then it's going to be every three weeks. Then it's going to be every month. I was in my feelings for real. <laughs> I was in my feelings for real. But he assured me that we'll figure something out. So I'm hopeful. So. Hey, are you there? Are you listening? Come here. I got a secret to share with you. It's a private group on Facebook called DWH. <laughs> hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating with Herpes. So how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash Jones dot one. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Y-A-H. I-R-A dot J-O-N-E-S dot the number one. That's the first step. 
Once you're there, I need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the Dating with Herpes private group. Once you've sent me that message, I will send you an invitation so that you can join the link. Now, this is a brand new page, so there's not a lot of content on the Hybrid Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So again, go to my Facebook page, yahira.jones.1. Send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group and then I will send you a invitation. That's the only way to join at this time, but I want this to be a place where all of my listeners can come, share their stories with other listeners and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook, but this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. So that's going to do it, you guys. That is the end of this episode. I kept it short and sweet. Um, I just saw that that article and thought it would be a fun little non-herpes episode to do um, because we do need to think about our relationships outside of herpes. Like, there's more things to think about besides herpes, right? And there's more um, problems, um, meaning ourselves. Sometimes we can stand in our own way. Um, more than herpes does. So outside of herpes, I thought this would be a good episode for um, DWH. If you would like to reach out to me, you can email me at yahirajoneshope um, at gmail.com. That is Y-A-H-I-R-A-J-O-N-E-S-H-O-P-E at gmail.com. Um, you can also join or you can also um, message me by pressing the message button at the bottom of your screen. Um, if you're listening through Anchor, um, Apple Podcasts or Applecast um, or Spotify, there should be a message button there. If you would like to join DWH on Facebook, which is a private group that I've made for listeners, you can do so by going to facebook.com forward slash yahira.jones dot the number one. Once you are on my page, send me a message stating that you would like to join the Facebook group send me a friend request or I will send you a friend request after I see that message. Once we are friends, I can add you to the group. All right. Um, we've been having some really great conversations, um, in the group. Um, we've had some success stories in the group. Um, some people have said that they're glad that I created this group so that they can have an avenue, um, that they feel safe to share their experience and to seek advice without judgment. So that is the reason why I created this group. So I'm glad that people are getting that out of the group. And I'm so thankful um, that God has allowed me to be the instrument to allow people to express themselves. Um, I know that this whole thing would not have happened without his guidance. Um, This was not me. So I'm grateful that I'm able to help you guys. And you guys mean so much to me. You don't even know. But I look forward to seeing you on DWH in the Facebook group. Until next time, I'm your host, Yahira Jones. Be safe and God bless.